Welcome to At The Counter, the show that takes the conversations had at the counter of your local comic book store and brings them to the internet. And for the record, we're, we're sorry. sorry. I'm Marcus Antea. And I'm Christian Kenty. We're coming to you from the Frugal Dutchman, a kind of nerdvana here in lovely Ridgeway, Ontario. It's a comic book, action figure, gaming, antique, and all-around nifty store. I'm a random customer who's a big nerd from way back. And I'm the store owner. And we've been having these conversations for years with other people dropping in and out to add points, and we've decided to share them with you. So take a trip with us down the nerdy rabbit hole to overhear the conversations that happen at, at the, the counter. counter. All right, today's topic. <laughs> what do you want to see from Batman's, uh, we'll use the word universe. We talked about, uh, off, off recording, we talked about the use of the word universe in uh, syntax for nerddoms, and, and I think it's appropriate. Uh, what do you want to see from the Batman universe next? What project would really tickle you? What would really tickle me is a live action. Now, this is not just Batman, but it includes Batman. I would like to see a live action version of Final Frontier. Mm. I love 1940s Batman. Early Batman when things weren't all super technical and crazy and stuff like that and uh, if you and have the not battering seen, was the most yeah. <laughs> most technologically advanced thing he had on when his you've not seen <laughs> if you haven't seen or read final frontier it is an amazing story set in the 40s um and aliens come and try and take over uh, super heroes are uh considered public enemies, they're not well-liked, um, but it's all... And that carried over into Justice League as well. In it somewhat did, yes, but it's, it, was, it was Justice League Final Frontier, or New Frontier, and it was all of the right superheroes in the wrong time. So it was Batman, <laughs> Green Lantern, but the Green Lantern was Alan... Alan, like the original Green Lantern, who couldn't oh, stop oh, Wood. Oh, uh, Shepard? No. Oh, gosh, we're the worst nerds ever. We are. We're <laughs> on. I think it's Alan Shepard. Is it Alan Shepard? I think so. Well, we'll go with that. Somebody we'll go with Alan Shepard. Somewhat correct. Um, but it's got, instead of the Green Lantern, it's, it's Alan Shepard, Green Lantern. Batman's there, Superman, Wonder Woman, who's just come from... Uh, the mascara. Uh, it's got the Blackhawks in it, which, which nobody's done. A, nobody's done Blackhawks yet, and I'd love to see them done properly. Um, Blackhawks hasn't even been touched no. in thirty years in in the movies or in the year. Nothing, even in comics, they haven't really. That's why I really enjoyed Wonder Woman, was because it was set in the twenties, and it was really, really well done. Now, are we arguing that it's a female Captain America movie? Probably could have some merit to that. They're both set in the war. They're both like, I get it. But I think they did a really good job. I like period pieces that are before my lifetime. Wonder Woman like 1984. Wonder Woman 1984. Not a good movie. Did not like it <laughs> at all. Mainly because, A, I lived through that time period. And B, I just didn't like the movie. But the 1920s Wonder Woman was amazing. And I love that concept. I love that look. Superman with the old ass, Batman with the original Batsuit. And 
if you read the comic, there's some really interesting things that happen. One of the things is, and I don't know if they'd be able to do this, Superman goes to another planet to try and help them, discovers when he gets there that it's under a red sun, so he loses all his powers, and he gets enslaved with all the other people on the creature. So he is still immensely strong. Everyone else on the planet is kind of weak and small, but the bad guys are not. And he manages to uh, initiate a jailbreak, get to a tower, wide spectrum broadcast a huge beacon saying, we need help, and Abensur shows up, the original Green Lantern for our sector. He rescues Superman. He goes like a Kryptonian. I thought you were all dead. Nope, I'm still alive. These guys need help. They do the mop-up. He brings them back to Earth. Then Abensur meets Alan Shepard and discovers that it was a piece of the mega crystal that had been broken off and landed on Earth and found out the history. So it's basically tying the old Green Lantern into the new Green Lantern. Okay. And it's the way they did it yeah. is really good. Yeah. Like, it's so good, and I'd love to see that kind of thing come up in a live action. Well, because in, could be really in well comics, they, I feel like they they had a really hard time tying together Golden Age Green Lantern with Silver Age Green Lantern. They, they did the Hal Jordan thing, and it was just this quick 180. Yeah. Uh, and I might have missed something in it, but I'm... I don't feel like there was a lot of good tie-in for that. No, they, the old Green Lantern kind of was like, oh, okay, yep, you you were a Green Lantern, but this is completely different, even though it's exactly the same. And, and they did it, what was disappointing is because they did a really good job of tying in Golden Age Flash. Yes. Right? Utilizing Speed Force and, and all the time travel fun that they use with the Flash, and that's really great for that. They did a really good job with that, right? But then all of the other Golden Age stuff that kind of fell flat Golden Age and they reinvented DC on, on some of these up-and-coming superheroes as they were when they did the Justice League and, and started doing that and they didn't really fit in. And the best they could really do was try and do it as alternate universe Justice Society versus Justice League. And it, uh, to me, in the original series of that, or in the original incarnation of that, didn't really flow. It, it didn't fit. Hilariously, just to wave my nerd flag around a little bit more, we were watching, I think it was first season of Big Bang when it came out, when Penny yells at Leonard to grow up, stop playing with toys, you're just a giant nerd, you know, you're you're a child, and and Leonard starts giving away all his stuff. There are two parts of that that got me very badly. One was he hold they're all by bickering over stuff, and he holds up. He goes, "This is a Jordy LaForge action figure, mint condition, factory mistake, no visor. If you don't get out of my way, I'm gonna open it." And I literally went, <gasps> "I gasped," and she was like, "Really?" <laughs> and she, my wife looked at me and went, "Really? It's a TV show." I'm like. I don't care. That's not something you joke about. But the other Across one, the, line. <laughs> the other one was in the same it, it, uh, same thing. Ra, uh, Raj goes, "I called dibs on his Golden Age Flash," and Howard turns to him and says, "No, 
I need that. I need that to complete my collection of the Justice Society of America. And my wife went, really? They couldn't get the rights to say Justice League? And I went, <laughs> I'm actually, <laughs> Justice Society of America predates the Justice League by quite a while. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm a nerd. This is not cool. So it was very bad for me, but I just was like, oh, I can't believe the plebs don't understand the real world. Yeah, no, it was, it was pretty bad, but it was funny. So anyways, okay, that was my new frontier. In fairness, JSA doesn't have the marketing. Yeah, it's true. Uh, for me, and we talked a bit about it off mic, was uh, I, I would love to see them do live action Nightwing, not based on the Titan series, which I actually quite enjoy, uh, but uh, do a live action film version of Nightwing starring Joseph Gordon. I, I think he got a short, he, he drew the, the short straw in the Dark Knight series. Um, and having to play that Robin that way, which was, let's be honest, one of the bad parts of that series. Yes. Um, they did not just, treat... Uh, it, it was like, oh, by the way, we have to throw Robin in here somewhere. Yeah. And it just, for me, it didn't flow, it didn't fit, and it was cheap. I am always shocked at how talented uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is. Like he does so many things, you're just like, oh my god, he can do, he can do that too. He, have you ever seen? Wide range. Have you ever right seen up. his lip sync battle? No. Oh, okay, we're gonna pull that up in the uh, after we finish recording this because you need to see it. He does um, Janet Jackson Rhythm Nation. Oh, god. and it is spectacular <laughs> yeah. to the point where you're like, I'm sure it's not Janet Jackson. Because holy crap, that's amazing. He is. He can do just about anything. He Which, can sing, and that's, that's dance. why I think he fits that Nightwing character really well, is because he's got the range to do dead serious. And Nightwing is a very, very serious character because he comes out of this, you know, really dark struggle between him and Batman. And, and you know, that's one of the things I that really caught my interest when they did Titans, um, is Robin, in episode one of Titans, Robin is... At Batman, yeah. <laughs> like, woo, we're going a direction here, <laughs> right? But it's it's very sincere in that, and and they play that out really well. And I feel like uh, Joe Gordon Levitt could really play that character well. I I'd almost be okay in the to, finality of, of Nightwing. I'd almost be okay to see him taking over the Batman mantle. Well, and that's that's a bit of where you could go with that too, because there is a point where Nightwing takes up that. Yes, right, and and I think that might be what I would be leaning towards seeing. Um, is that transitional part Although of the series? Levitt might Levitt might make a really good Red Hood. <laughs> oh, okay, now, yeah, now then, you're, then you're talking about having him play. Uh, um, Jason Todd. Jason Todd, and I don't think he would play as good as Jason Todd. Well, maybe not. Because Jason Todd is a bit more snarky and a bit more rebellious, and I don't think that's... The, as much as I think he could play the character, I don't think that that's the right way to write the character for him. Right? Maybe. I might be wrong. Maybe. It would probably make billions, and I'd be like, well, I was you know, <laughs> wrong about that one. Um, but I, I really see him as a compelling guy. Right? So that's fine. That's yeah, fine. I could see that. That, that would be... It'd be definitely interesting to see. I'd just like to see them treat him right. Because that, that was basically, we can go somewhere with this. And then when they went, 
Ah, nah, forget it. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing they did it, with the... Uh, it was a throw-in of, we have to do something with Robin. Yeah. Because it's Batman. You can't do Batman without doing Robin. Uh, and... I don't know. I, I would have been happier if they had just left <clears throat> him be. Uh, and just let that sit. And because, again, the the way that that story plays out, there's no buy-in for Robin there. Right. Right? You're not invested in Robin's character. Or and especially because he's not Dick Grayson. Well, that's it. And the, the, the whole Robin thing at the end just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, they call me Robin. Uh, okay, fine, I guess. But whatever. Yeah, it, it doesn't make you care about it at all. It, it makes you... The the te- it's a tease that makes you for two minutes go oh they're gonna do a Robin thing. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see uh, uh, the Harley Quinn uh, Batman and Harley Quinn uh, animated? It is hilarious. It is so good. Um, there's a scene where they track down Harley because they think she's still a bad guy. And she's not a bad guy anymore. She's just trying to be normal. But because she was a bad guy, nobody will hire her. So she ends up playing herself in a superhero cafe where all the waitresses have to dress like Catwoman and Harley Quinn. And so she ends up playing herself. Well, Nightwing finds her. Sorry, guys, spoilers. Nightwing uh, finds her, tracks her down. She and him fight. She kicks the crap out of him because she hasn't. She's angry and hasn't had any outlet for a while. <laughs> yeah. So she has him tied up on her bed, and she's all stinky, like because she's like been thrown in garbage. So she she takes off her clothes. She's in the you know just underwear, looking through, and he's like, "Oh, I can't look at this," but he's obviously seen it and been interested. And she turns around and looks and goes, "Oh." I didn't think you were like that. I thought you and Batman were like together. And he's like, "What? No, 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 no!" Oh. But Bruce then goes, or Batman goes, looking for him in the morning, and he hears he, he hears uh, Dick going, "No, no, no! Please stop! No, stop!" And he bursts in, and she's tickling him, and they're having fun, and she pops up and goes, "Oh, Bats, you here? Great, Holly Quinn reporting for duty," and leaves. And Batman just looks at Nightwing, and he looks all embarrassed, <laughs> and he walks out, and Nightwing goes, you know, like, you've never made out with a super villain. <laughs> it's such a great bit, because it's 100% right, like, you know, like, you've never done this. You I love the, I, I love the, how, in general, the questionability of the, the will-they-won't-they they with the whole Robin being... <laughs> You know, a homosexual thing, and then they just kind of put it to bed with Nightwing. It's like yeah. Nightwing just you know, throws that aside. Any question you ever had was <laughs> like, nope, nope, okay, I don't know how we got to that because nope. Yeah, but like I said, we looked, we looked, we're talking about all those things. Animated goes a lot further. Yeah. So if we're talking about doing anything live action, some of the stuff you can't do. Well, and I mean, for me, the list of things you can do with animation are the... I I don't have a big list of things I want to see out of animation. Not because I don't want to see animation. It's because they're already working on it. They're working on stuff that I'll be interested in. The tough stuff is getting buy-in for live action. You know, because right. there's so much more that goes into that production. Uh, well, New, New Frontiers, New Frontiers, like I said, 
has done animation of a specific thing, but the New Frontier was a whole sort of what-if kind of series. There's room to do many things in there and room to grow. And, again, one of the bits is uh, Batman beats a bunch of cult members up and walks out and saves a child. Oh, no, they're about to sacrifice a kid. He finds and breaks them up. The kid is more terrified of Batman than he is of of the people. And that's when he gets Robin. And <laughs> Superman looks at him and goes, You got a kid with you? He goes, Yeah, I've had a bit of a PR problem. We gotta do something to fix that. And that was that was one of the reasons why he had a Robin was to soften his image for regular people and still scare the bad guys. So it's kind of fun. But yeah, uh, like I said, there's there's room to grow for the New Frontier stuff. They could do a really interesting take on that. Uh, I think you're absolutely right. Joseph Gordon-Levitt should have... He needs another shot. He needs <laughs> another shot because he, he was very underutilized and he's quite a good actor. I think he would have been almost better than Pattinson. Well, that's I think that's a whole other conversation. Well, that wraps it up for this topic. However, the list of topics is ever-growing. So if you have a show idea or a topic you think we should discuss, please send it to Christian at FrugalDutchman.com. Or join us on Facebook, TFDATC. That's the Frugal Dutchman at the counter. So join us once again where nerdy isn't dirty. It's a badge of honor. For Christian, I'm Marcus. For Marcus, I'm Christian. And we'll see you at the counter. counter.